1: what is up waffle gang i do hope you are well my name is mark and today we're checking out some r slash am i the butthole if you'd like to skip the initial waffle timestamps are in the description and along a timeline below but if you are new here please consider hitting that like that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too as it all massively helps out our channel and just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved with the channel you know and spending 20 minutes out of your day time is so important and you're spending 20 minutes or so of it with me today is incredible thank you so much for your support and let's crack on with today's stories much love guys now our first story is from asium46433 am i the arsehole for making my germophobic husband change our son's diaper my husband male 27 and i female 25 have a two-month-old together he does everything, almost except changing diapers. He's a hardcore germophobe, so I handle the dirty part of our son's care. So my husband's been pestering me about the faces I make when changing our son's diapers, telling me to smile all the time. I told him to leave me alone. It's easy for him to say when he's not the one dealing with the smell and God. <laughs> but every time when i'm in the middle of changing diapers my husband would show up out of nowhere like he busted me or something and tell me that the faces i keep making have an impact on our son's emotional state and should smile he'd motion with his hand and be like smile i told him to leave me alone he knows how difficult this is for me but he does nothing to help instead just mocks me and keeps pestering me i said if he ever tries to hassle me again with a just smile bullcrap then he'll start handling diaper change Last night around nine, he was in the kitchen already eating dinner without me and not waiting while I was getting ready to change my son's diaper. He came into the room with his mouth full of food and once again commented on how my face looked and reminded me to smile and show love and stop causing harm to our son's emotional health. I snapped. I walked up to him and told him that he ran out of chances to stop his annoying behavior and he should start handling diaper change from now on and we'll see how big his smile will be. His tone changed and he said that we both agreed that I'd be handling diaper change, even before our son was born. and that I already know too well what the reason is. He's a germophobe, yes, but he's also a parent. What type of parent never changes their baby's diaper? I handed him the stuff and asked him to enjoy while I kept standing to watch how he'd do it. It took him forever and as I expected, he made all types of disgusted, grossed out faces for a minute I thought he was gonna throw up. He was finished. I said he lost the smiling contest with those faces he made. He was pissed and rushed to wash his hands complaining about how I'm trying to get him to do everything and that I ruined his appetite by having him experience that. I replied that he hasn't seen nothing yet and asked since he wants us to have four kids, how will he be handling the other three? He said he changed his mind and only wants two, but still my point stands. He tried to argue that I'm not taking his germophobia seriously and what I forced him to do wasn't cool. He's been upset since then. Am I the asshole? Now, I'm not playing down any sort of phobia because I've seen so many stories about different kinds of phobias on here. And one thing that I've learned and I hope it's the right thing. And if I am wrong, I'm always looking to be educated. So always correct me. But a lot of the times I've read when, when people have brought up their phobias in terms of this one, where it's affecting someone's parenting, I think it needs to be like tackled in therapy because if this is genuine, germophobia, surely he's going to be He's going to struggle with so many things during the child's life, not only the poo, but throwing up when they get dirty themselves, when they're going play in mud or whatever. And are you going to be able to leave this child alone at any point with your husband? Because what happens when the little one goes to the toilet then? What's he going to do? Just leave it sat there in its own mess. I mean, it needs to be tackled in therapy. That's the only way I can see it. And again, if I'm wrong, please, please tell me that I'm wrong. Because as I always say, one of my favorite things about this channel is learning other people's perspectives. And. And I'm bettering myself at the same time. And if I'm trying to put myself into OP shoes right now, looking down at a nappy full of shite, <laughs> and someone told me to smile, they'd be getting my rest in bitch face. <laughs> I'm not the arsehole to me in this one. But we'll check out some comments to see what they say. But Babette says, not the arsehole. He's being a real arsehole. You are being fair. He needs therapy so he can perform his responsibility as a parent. And Gingy Berry Blue says, not the asshole." and bravo, honey. He's a parent. He's gonna have to learn to deal. I have five kids. We clothed, diaper, and my husband changed just as many diapers and washed just as many diapers as me. Taunting you. That's extremely immature, callous, and arrogant behavior. Nobody is harming a two-month-old who could barely register a face by making a face when cleaning up feces. Kid throws up. Are you supposed to be the sole vomit cleaner too? What about when they come inside gleefully grasping a dead lizard? or when the baby has a diaper explosion and there's poop everywhere are you on your own with that you need to keep that foot that you stomped down firmly planted to the ground your husband is a grown ass man and being a germaphobe is something that he needs to grow up and get over and whatever you do do not have another kid with him if he's not pulling equal weight on both literal and figurative shitty parts and annoyed by hobby says why is a germaphobe walking with a mouthful of food in a room where feces is being dealt with Anyway, not the arsehole, he needs to deal with his irrational phobia so that he can more fully participate in parenting and family. If he was agoraphobic, would you allow him to stay at your home for your child's entire life, miss school recitals and soccer games and family vacations, or would you expect him to actually seek therapy? And B-Dance says not the arsehole, if it was a genuine phobia, he wouldn't be able to handle it, just making faces and retching a little, even that one time. Refusing to help with that particular essential aspect of parenting is one thing. Judging and criticizing you how to do it is another entirely. He sounds absolutely exhausting. Are you certain he's not doing it deliberately to get a reaction out of you? Then further criticize that too. Look after yourself. Keep your eyes peeled for further red flags. An Obadictor says everyone sucks here, but mostly him. Neither of you really seem to have thought through what having children with phobia would would realistically be like first kids among their good traits are also gross if he can't handle changing a diaper that's a huge hindrance on him as a parent he can literally never have his own child for any extended period of time because otherwise the child ends up sat in their own filth he should have sought therapy before having a child and you should not have had a child with him Secondly, your husband sounds like one of those sexist catcallers with this smile business. I hope he has a laundry list of redeeming traits you left out of this post because right now, he doesn't seem like a husband or father material. And one more from consistent leopard 71 said, Everyone sucks here. You never should have agreed to have a child with a husband who is unwilling to participate in your child's basic care. He sucked for literally taunting you with BS about harming the baby's emotional health if your husband is so much of a germaphobe the last thing he should have done is father a child buy him a box of latex gloves and have him get to work and now we're stroll on over to the next story and our next story comes from relative insect 8404 am i the arsehole for forcing my son to do some sort of research on our daughter's condition English isn't my first language. Sorry in advance for any errors. I, 41 female, have two kids, 12 female and 15 male. My daughter has a condition called endometriosis. And for those unaware, it's a condition in which the uterus tissue doesn't grow properly. And due to this, periods can become much worse. For those aware of the condition, if you are wondering, I have a friend who is a gynecologist who is able to help us. I say this because of how hard this condition is to diagnose normally. My son has never taken it seriously and has said things along the lines of, she needs to suck it up or she needs to stop being so obnoxious in reference to groaning noises. I've told him to stop and threaten punishment, but I let him slide as I attributed it to virtual school stress and as of late final stress. And he has made these comments to me so it wasn't as big of an issue. At the end of last month, their school ended, yet he still made this comment today. So I told him he needs to research and learn about the condition for this entire week or the next one so that he learns to be more sympathetic. He was upset by this and said he didn't want to and I told him that he had to and he groaned and went to go do it. Yet my husband, 43 male, said that and this was unreasonable and even if it was a reasonable punishment, forcing him to do research isn't going to help. I told my husband that I wasn't forcing him to be sympathetic, I was forcing him to learn about the pain. We argued for a bit before my husband told me I was too stubborn and walked away. Now I feel like that forcing him may have been a bad decision as it was a bit unreasonable and it won't have much of an effect. So am I the asshole. Now, without going into the endometriosis side of things, just for now, I would say you're absolutely still not the asshole, regardless what it is, it, in educating your son to be a better person, to have empathy for others, absolutely not the asshole in any situation. And I think the dad in this is totally in the wrong, and he should be backing you up on this. As I just said, teaching people to have empathy for others when they're in pain, especially his sister as well. Now back onto the endometriosis. I used to work with someone who had this condition. I think I've said it before in another video. On the days that they had their period, they would come in and they would literally be hunched over and they would have to go home the majority of the days. They tried coming in, but you could see the pain she was in it was not a nice thing to see and seeing someone go through that was absolutely heartbreaking for that person i used to talk to them about what they were going through like on the days obviously when they wasn't suffering and they used to say it was so hard to get a diagnosis for endometriosis. And it literally took her like, I think it was a couple of years she was saying of, you know, going to appointments to to try this, to try that before they actually went. Th- and I think she had to go and have some sort of surgery for it as well. And it, still, and it still wasn't fixed the last time I spoke to her. So she may have to have like further surgery as well. And you just think bloody hell, man. And if you can't have empathy for that, then yeah but selfie star says not the arsehole perhaps your husband should also do some research for your son might be good for both of them and deletion says not the arsehole i think that's a completely reasonable punishment for this scenario making him learn something is not cruel and unusual by any means your husband should really be more understanding maybe needs to do some research himself then he'd understand how fucked up his actions are and abby fb says not the asshole. your son reminds me of people that tell women suffering from pain during their period to stop being dramatic or when someone runs out of pads and their parents or partners are slow or reluctant to help them get products say something like hold it in till i bring it home oh god yeah we've seen stories like that if your son has ever been ill or injured and cried or made sounds over it i'm pretty sure nobody in the home ever told him to suck it up he isn't pain's gatekeeper and he doesn't get to tell someone how much pain they are allowed to be in Even if he doesn't gain sympathy from this, he should be made aware that complaining about someone suffering will not be tolerated under any circumstances, testing, working, or whatever he thinks is acceptable. An alarming season 2210 says, wow, this is actually a good approach, but I do hope he learns the scientific reasons with videos that feature real gynecologists, all available on YouTube. If he can cite the sites and reference books and it would give like a presentation or essay, it would be better. So, not the arsehole. You could have shouted or chosen to ignore, but this approach is way better than either of those options. And one more from Curly Tomato who says, not the arsehole. I saw a video a while ago about a machine that simulated period pains that men could wear and try, so they would see what it felt like. They were all shocked, and that is multiplied with their condition. Perhaps he can equate it with being kicked in the nuts. Yes, we as women know it hurts, but all that gasping and rolling around on the ground shake it off right this last part is sarcastic but it may get through to him now what are your thoughts on this one was OP right to try and educate their son or did they go too far let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story and our next story comes from am I the arsehole throw away career? am I the arsehole for telling my friend that it would be a huge step down for me if I were to get a job with her me 27 female friend 28 female I've graduated university with my bachelor's degree and received multiple awards for my academic achievements during my honors. I've already been in my career field since early on in my studies and have since worked my way up. I'm also considering applying for a PhD. My contract at my previous job was terminated and I have been out of work since, about nine months. I've been surviving off my savings, but obviously those are dwindling. I've been knocked back so many times for work and I'm frustrated. The job market here is not very good at all. My friend is studying a similar field to what I did, but not quite. Some of her topics are relevant to my degree, but overall it is different. She only began studying recently and accepted a job. The same job I began working in early on in uni. My first job in the field. She talks about it a lot and says she loves it, which is great. I'm happy for her. The other day she asked if I'd consider applying to her organization. I appreciated the thought but told her that it would be a huge step down in my career and it would be like just starting all over again. She then mentioned that I could apply for the same job but through a government organization that allows for more growth as they are always understaffed due to the growing amount of clients and I would almost definitely get the job. Again, I told her no, that it would be a huge hit for me that it was basically entry-level stuff. I'm way overqualified for it turns out that she's offended by what i said and went to our other friends one of which told me i was crazy for basically knocking back a guaranteed job that offers 45 dollars an hour but at all my other jobs i've had other than this entry level one i've been earning between 50 to 55 dollars an hour it feels insulting to me but i've been called stuck up for turning it down and now there is a couple of little edits which replies to the comments which we cover after the comments of course and i think my thoughts coming into this well you're you're the one who's talking about that you need money in this situation you can't pick and choose what you want if the jobs aren't there you need to take what you can get and it sounds like 45 dollars an hour is is a great is a step in a in the right direction even if you don't like the job or it doesn't meet with your qualifications or whatever right now I think it's a bit of an entitled attitude to be expecting to, you know, just step into a job that's perfect for your field, perfect pay, just like that. It's it's not going to happen by the looks of it. And it sounds like you'll be very lucky for it to, to happen. So I think you just take what you get for the time being and, you know, look for a job that will be more suited to you whilst you're working. It's what most people have to do in life, I think. So, yes, I think you are the asshole in this situation, but we'll cover some comments to see what they say octopi high says you're the arsehole you're out of work for nine months and your friend is offering to help you find employment in a role that's adjacent to yours where you have an income while you continue to look for better work and you turn it down because you think you're too good for it that attitude isn't going to serve you well in the long run and cap manor says and quotes one of which told me i was crazy for basically knocking back a guaranteed job for 45 dollars an hour but all my other jobs I've had other than this entry-level one, I've been earning between 50 to $55. It feels insulting to me, but I've been called stuck up for turning it down. And then it says, you're the arsehole. Nine months unemployed and your savings are dwindling. It's time to look hard at a job that's only a 10% pay reduction, especially if it's an agency with a strong promotion opportunities. If you have a better job offer, take it. If you don't, apply to this one and take your friend out for an apology dinner. Here's a few ways in which you're hurting yourself by being an arsehole. You're conflating your school awards with your career. They're almost 100% irrelevant. You're taking the job market issue personally and turn it into an insult and humiliation. That's a guaranteed path to financial and emotional instability. You're not doing the math. After just one month of salary at 90%, you're wildly better off than continuing to drain your savings. And Madeleine Gumbo says, you're the asshole, you're earning $0 an hour. So $45 is only a step down if your ego is the only consideration and golden nebula says obviously you're not overqualified since that's the only thing you can seem to get it's fine if you don't want a job but you're running out of money it may be time to drop the holier-than-thou attitude and take the job just to pay the bills i took a retail job and paid much less than my experience in education level after grad school while i searched it ended up helping me with transferable skills and made for a great interview answers you're the asshole. And Cajun KC says you're the arsehole, try explaining during your next interview the huge gap in your employment dates. Try telling the interviewer that you couldn't possibly think of doing a job that paid $5 an hour less, so that's why you chose to remain unemployed. And Collins Villain says you're the arsehole, you're unemployed and have been for a while. Any job is a step up for you right now. And our next story is from Broken Keystroke. Am I the arsehole for refusing to accommodate my housekeeper's cultural difference? My husband and I hired a housekeeper and she's from another country, one that is very heavily patriarchal. I've noticed this really aggravating pattern that when I ask her to do something or make some change, she'll first confirm it's okay with my husband before proceeding. And it's not both ways. She doesn't check with me before doing something he's asked her to do. She'll only ask him, not me. For example, I recently let her know we were switching the contents of one cabinet to the basement and asked her to pack the contents into a container she waited to do it until my husband got home and she asked him if it was okay first i talked to my husband about how this was irritating me to be treated as such a second-class citizen in the home by someone we see on such a regular basis his solution was to basically just tell her whatever my wife wants is fine to assuage any worries now, whenever I asked her to do something, she reports it back to him, basically seeking approval without outright asking. For example, today, I asked her to help me take some decorations down and she waited until she saw my husband and said, we're taking these decorations down. I was complaining to a few friends about this over the weekend and they more or less said it's a cultural difference and I'm an asshole not to respect it. But I can't brush it off that easily because it causes a lot of logistical challenges and makes me uncomfortable. Am I the arsehole for insisting she stop doing this or not work here anymore? And we'll start with big But effer on this one saying, not the arsehole, you are her boss and paying for a service. Cultural difference is no excuse to ignore you. And I hate human says, wait a minute. Your friends called you the arsehole for not respecting her cultural norm. What the fuck? She works in your home, in a totally different country for that matter. Her cultural norms should be practiced at her home, not yours. She's basically imposing her culture on you. And that's no different than someone imposing their religion, political, or lifestyle and social views on you. If she can't adhere to what you require in your home, then she needs to be replaced with someone who can. Definitely not the arsehole. Your friends, on the other hand, are. And the thing is, 82 says, not the arsehole. I think if you want to keep this housekeeper, your husband needs to be more direct. If wife says it, do not wait to ask me. Also, let her know that you and your husband are displeased with the service you are paying for. And if it continues, this employment will no longer work. Maybe it's a cultural difference. And it could be worth it to ask her why she does this, but it would be fair to let her know that this isn't working out and if she can adjust. And if she can't adjust, you'll find a different employee. And G. Brule says the weird thing is that even in a lot of patriarchal societies, the home is considered the domain of the woman. So it's weird to ask a man about that. From that point of view, wouldn't asking the man about decorations and such be seen as emasculating? I don't know, just trying to get into this headspace because it's so strange. Edited to add my vote, not the arsehole. And Valathel says not the arsehole, sit her down and explain to her that you are her boss and it's disrespectful to confirm orders with your husband. Tell her if she wants to keep her job to stop doing that, and if she chooses not to stop, she should resign now. And we we'll have one more from La Rochelle saying, not the arsehole. Since she has ignored all the societal clues you have given her, you should feel free to be more explicit. Now, what do you guys make of today's stories? What are your verdicts on today's stories? As always, I would love to hear them in the comments below if you choose to share them, but never any pressure to do that either. Once again, thank you for spending 20 minutes or so with me today, getting involved in the channel, listening to some stories, playlists is always at the end, so there's more there if you want to listen to more and just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart means the absolute world if you would like to support the channel further you absolutely can by clicking that join button down below for youtube or clicking the link in the description for patreon and join up there but never any pressure to do so either you just being here is more than enough and thank you for your love support and time and i will see you i hope so anyway in the next one take care guys much love